0: Did you miss
1: Canty and Carlin?
0: Now the snap.
2: Allen looks, looks, fires it downfield. Caught by Diggs at the air by Dawson Knox at the eight. Dives into the end zone. He is in. Touchdown. Touchdown, Buffalo. Dawson Knox was wide open, and he sailed over a defender to get into the end zone. A 24-yard touchdown strike. You know, this guy is absolutely loving it with the Buffalo Bills over the last couple of years. He is the Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback of the Bills. He is Jim Kelly, who joins Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Jim, it's Chris Carlin and Chris Canty. We appreciate a few minutes. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing pretty good, Guy.
2: Glad to be on your show, guys. Oh, well, We appreciate it, Jim. First of all, just give me your overall view of what you have seen from the Bills this season. And if there is enough consistency there for this team?
3: Well, we should, we should find out here shortly. Uh, well, to be honest with you, they started out hot as ever and then you know faltered a little bit. But uh, you know what? They're coming on. And the biggest thing, as we all know, and we talked about it earlier on my show earlier this year, is about uh, guys staying healthy. I know that uh bonds after of the year we've had some you know bumps and bruises along the way and we all know um just by watching the game and knowing the game that when it comes down near the end of the year in december's and january the team that's the healthiest and their main players the star players the quarterbacks wide receivers the defensive back those guys got to stay healthy and uh we've been bumped a lot but you know what they're coming on they're doing well, and we'll we shall see we've beaten a couple of our AFC East uh, rivalries, Uh, and now we got one more this Saturday and praying for a lot of snow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, Jim, that's exactly where I wanted to go. Before we look ahead to the matchup on Saturday against the Dolphins, I want to look back to the matchup that you guys had on Sunday in the wind. That was an interesting game from the standpoint of how the weather dictated the complexion of how the game would be played it was a wintry mix you're talking about it being in the low to mid 30s and the bills showed me that they could play a different style of game than what we've become accustomed to seeing from them which is the explosive offense all of the big plays and huge point totals that was a grinded out type of game on sunday and in a gotta have it situation because it's the division game in december how impressive was it for you to see them play that kind of game? And what does that mean for this team's title aspirations moving forward?
3: Well, I loved it. I mean, that's what you hope for. That's what you want to find out. Um, I mean, over the last couple of years, we played some nasty games. But you know what? When you're up in Buffalo, those, those games are going to show up. And we will see how you react to it. And the good thing about it is, I, I, at least I know Marino you know, very well. And I know me personally, too. When the schedule comes out, first thing the, the Dolphins do, they look and see when they play the Bills. They do not want to <laughs> play them in December. And I don't want to play Miami in September. Well, that's <laughs> happened both ways. I mean, we played down there against the Dolphins uh, this year. And it was like 95 degrees, and it was nasty. I was yep. there. as horrible. Now, I'm going to find out what they're all about up here, but I'll tell you what. Uh, the Bills have showed me a lot this past week. I loved it. Um, we would love a little bit more scoring, but as long as they can keep the other team, you know, below that 20, uh, 20 points, I think we have a very, very good chance of uh, winning. And I'm, I'm just, you know, take of course, just like any player, you take the one game at a time. I get that. But if we can sweep, we will have these games in January. They're going to be being played in Buffalo, New York, is what we want.
2: Jim Kelly, Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback, joining us. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Jim I think back, I know your initial inclination as a player was you were a lot more interested in going to Houston to play for the Gamblers than you were to go to play in Buffalo. But when did you start to get more comfortable with the cold weather? When did you know that was to your advantage as a player?
3: Well, to be honest with you, I grew up in it. I uh, grew up in Pittsburgh, and I played football in high school and everything. I mean, it, we never got into the December's, but we know what it was like to play in cold weather. And just like any quarterback, you dream, you dream of playing. You know, for your your team. You watch, which mine was the Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, and then of course, uh, you know, the older you get, the more you play in the nasty weather, the more you want to play in nice weather. So I picked <laughs> the Astrodome of Houston over the Buffalo Bills. Plus. They were not a very good team, and you guys know as well. When you want to play for a team that's playing in nasty weather, you want to find out what is that team like, who is on their roster, who are their guys, do they have a good chance of you know playing in the playoffs, have a chance for the playoffs, the Super Bowl, because you don't want to play here or play in Green Bay or Minnesota that when you know that you don't have a very good chance. You want to go to a team that's good, have nice weather, but you know what? When you're playing well and you've you got a, good, a lot of good players on your team, you have a organization that's willing to pay the top players to bring them in, then you start bringing in those guys that you need to build that team up. So um, It didn't take me very long because I already had when I came to Buffalo Already had Bruce Smith. I Already had Andre Reed. Very shortly after that, we drafted Thurman Thomas, and then we got Cornelius Bennett. We brought in so some of these guys you have to bring in later on, but you got to build that tradition of winning before those guys from the outside, those star players that can go to another team. You have you know free agents; they'll want to come to Buffalo and play, and that's where we're at right now we got Diggs, we got Vaughn Miller, even though Vaughn's hurt. we got some other guys that have come on and know that Buffalo Bills are for real, and we're a very good team, and we might be able to get to that point where we do go to the Super Bowl.
0: Talking with Pro Football Hall of Famer Jim Kelly on Canty and Carlin. And Jim, I mean, you just keep leading me down the road I want to go because Vaughn Miller is a huge part of that team, and we found out last week that he's going to miss the rest of the season and the postseason with an ACL injury, how big of a loss is this for the Buffalo Bills, and how do they navigate that injury moving forward?
3: You know what? It's a big loss. There's no doubt. I mean, I'd be BSing you guys if I said it wasn't. Um, but hey, next as you all know, next man up, and uh, that's what you have to do. I mean, we got Greg Russo um, who has come on playing a lot better. We got other guys, but. Uh, you know what? It was always better when Bruce Smith was by himself. You know, you can slide the line. You can double-team him. You can have the running back chipping on him, slow him down from that pass rush. But when you have guys on both sides that can rush a passer, almost the same, and then it makes it a little harder. It makes it a little bit uh, more difficult when you can't slide and double-team a guy. You just got to start doing more than one-on-one. So. It's going to be a big loss. It definitely is. But you know what? Next guy up, somebody's got to step up and be that. It might have to you know, change your defense up a little bit. might have to blitz a little bit more. And that means more man-to-man coverage. And sometimes teams are pretty good, better against man coverage and zone. So um, we'll see what happens. But, you know, of course, we're coming up against. We have already just the last two weeks played against AFC East opponents. Now we've got our third one. We hope we can get, uh, get a win against the Dolphins and we'll keep moving on one at a time.
2: You know, Jim, the Bengals are playing better. Uh, obviously, they, the Bills beat the Chiefs earlier this year in the regular season. Who is the, who is the biggest roadblock in the AFC to the Bills getting back to the, getting to the Super Bowl?
3: Really, there's no roadblocks. The big roadblock that I see is home field advantage. Um, mm. We know that we would love for teams having to come to Buffalo and play instead of, you know, you're going to another city, you're sleeping in another bed, you have to go to where, you know, where you're not comfortable with. The thing is, yeah, we're a good road team, but I'll tell you what, these, these Bills Mafia, these team fans, they, are, they love it. They love the cold weather. They like those tables. They like those tables probably a little bit warmer. Place <laughs> frozen. But I was asked last week, when are you going to jump on the table? I go, maybe when we when we go to the Super Bowl and win one, because I'm not doing I'm Man, I'm 62 years old. I've had over 18 surgeries on my body. I don't need another one.
2: <laughs> Jim, I haven't had any surgeries. I'm not going through any table myself anytime soon. But I've been rooting for the oh, pills. Hell no. Surgery. I might yeah. have
3: to do a double shot of Crown Royal if I have to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think two sounds a little bit light at this point. Uh finally start with that (laughs) finally jim uh you know what just what it means to this city i mean we understand that the the bond that we've seen between uh the players and and this city over the years what they did when josh allen's mother passed away all that what would it mean to finally get back
3: you know what it it everything uh, you know what when you travel you hear things when you hear Buffalo you think of you know cold weather snowy weather you hear all these neg- negative things and you oh they lost four Super Bowls in a row blah 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 you get tired of hearing that but you know what I would love to see it. And people always say to me, uh, how would you feel if they won the Super Bowl? I go, what, are you crazy? Of course I would love it. I'd be dancing in the streets, even at 62 years old. I Well, by that time, I might be 63. But you know what? <laughs> I would be dancing in the streets, having fun. I'd be celebrating with all the people, just like they're hopefully they're going to be able to do. But uh, you know what? As we all know, as a former player, I go one game at a time. We'll take care of the Dolphins this Saturday. And then we'll see what happens after that. But I'm 100 percent on board,
2: Jim. Appreciate it. Great to have you on, and best of luck uh, the rest of the way with your football team with the Bills.
3: Well, I appreciate God. God bless. Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll talk soon. Jim Kelly, Pro
2: Football Hall of Fame quarterback, and just got a, a feeling we're going to be talking to Jim Kelly again down the line this season. Yeah, I think we will be yeah. in the postseason. Yeah, and you can hear it in his voice what it would mean. Yeah, I, I watched that USFL. Uh, special uh the 30 for 30 mm-hmm. it's just him talking about having no interest in going to buffalo back yeah. in the day yeah and it's a huge
0: I, home field advantage man make yeah. no
2: mistake about it oh it's massive yeah it is massive it's yeah. canty and carlin on espn radio only place i ever feared for my life as a fan really? as an opposing fan yeah really yeah i'll explain okay canty and carlin espn radio speaking of the afc east are the bills about to see their longtime nemesis make a return to the division
1: you miss Canty and Carlin? This
2: narrative that, and I hate that word. It's an overused word. Let me call it this absurd thought that Tom Brady is going back to New England has to stop. And one of the people that is putting it out there is a guy that I have a lot of respect for as a writer and what he's done in his career. Okay. That's Bill Simmons from The Ringer who was on the Monday Night Football podcast. Peyton uh, the Manning cast with mm-hmm. Peyton and Eli.
1: I don't think Brady's going to retire. I don't think he's going to be in Tampa next year. And I do wonder, is there a possibility he could come back next year? A farewell thing. You know how much he means to Bob Kraft. Could this be the way to put a bow on it? Could he come back for one last season? If Brady comes back
0: for the Patriots, for the Patriots, for one did he tell you this? Did he text you this? No, he, he definitely did you- not tell
1: me this.
2: Yeah, Bill, listen. Like I said, lot of respect for everything he's done in his career. Having said that, <laughs> your Patriot fanboy crap has got to stop. Everybody who believes for one second that somehow there's going to be a magical reunion between Tom Brady and the New England Patriots because Brady and Kraft love each other, they're just flat-out delusional. Mm-hmm. Brady couldn't get away from Belichick fast enough. You know this, and you don't want to admit it. So is all of a sudden you're going to see Kraft fire Belichick and bring Brady back? No, that's not happening. Yeah, He is not going to spend the last year of his career back in New England on, by the way, a football team that, even though they could make the playoffs, is nowhere near winning a championship. When you have the chance to go and play in Northern California, 20 minutes from where you grew up, for the team that you're rooting for that is going to be loaded on both sides of the ball to go win a championship in your final year, you got a better chance of my fat ass playing quarterback in New England <laughs> than you got Tom Brady. So, Bill, let it go. Anybody else, all the Patriot fanboys, let it go. Yeah, I just don't see it happening, Colin. And we've always
0: pointed to the San Francisco 49ers being a team that's a quarterback away. I mean, look at what they're doing with Brock Purdy, who came into the season as their third-string quarterback. The guy's a rookie. He was Mr. Relevant, the last pick in the NFL draft. And now we're talking about whether or not this team should be the favorite to win the NFC. That's what we're talking about with the San Francisco 49ers. It feels like a tailor-made situation for Tom Brady. The guy had 100 tickets for friends and family that came to the game on Sunday. Now, those friends and family probably left the game early because it was a damn blowout. Yeah. But the point remains the same. This is the team he grew up rooting for. It's hard to imagine a better situation than that. But, Carlin, I can think of two or three other situations that are better than what the New England Patriots are bringing to the party, teams that are going to need a quarterback. How about the Tennessee Titans? They're going to win their division, Carlin. They won their division last year and had the best record in the whole conference. Tennessee Titans will be there. They're moving on from Ryan Tannehill. How about a team like the Seattle Seahawks? They've got a ton of cap space, top five in cap space, top five NFL draft pick, multiple first-round draft picks. They have a lot of ways to get better, not to mention they got DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett, and two bookend tackles to protect Tom Brady, Mm -hmm. which we've seen this year pretty important for a 45 year old quarterback. (laughs) So there's that part of it. Uh, I mean, how about the Las Vegas Raiders? His old offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniel, and you've got Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro to throw the football to. We'll see what happens with Josh Jacobs. All the weapons that they have. What's wrong with that situation? Nothing. All of those are better than New England. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're all likely landing spots for Brady, but all of them are in line before the Patriots. So this notion that there's going to be this storybook ending with a reunion with Bill and Tom in Foxborough, and they're going to bring the band back together and compete for another championship, it just ain't going to happen because of the state of the Patriots roster. Never mind the, the personal relationship between Belichick and Brady. That's aside, Carlin. Just the state of the roster, it, it it doesn't how does it sell? It doesn't lend itself, Carlin, to Tom Brady being able to take
2: advantage of the twilight of his NFL career. It nope. doesn't make sense. Nope. There's a hundred different reasons for it not to happen. And you're yeah. right. That's at the very top. All that is, is just complete. Fanning garbage. Uh, you want it to happen. Well, we want because it. it would we want be- it to happen. The story would be nice. Yeah, for no, the Patriot fans want it to happen because we want to wrap it up with a little nice. bow in terms of going to be a Patriot. The story
0: would be nice. Stop it.
2: Stop it. it ain't going to happen. No, this is real life, not the movies. Who's blocking for him in New England? By the way, an offensive line is not exactly you know the, among the, the best. The, the
0: Patriots team on offense has no redeeming qualities. None. So their offense has no redeeming qualities. So just sit in quarterback hell their like the rest o- of everybody Carlin, else. Carlin, the best offense for the Patriots is their defense. Yeah. Well, we saw
2: that last night. That's I, the best offense which, for the Patriots. It seems ironic considering you have a defensive coach calling the plays and a special teams coach helping them. <laughs> Boy, that's a mess. Yeah. That is it. I mean, Mac Jones screaming from out on the field at Matt Patricia. Hey, maybe shut uh, up. Hey, oh. hey, 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 maybe if the
0: Cardinals move off from Cliff Kingsbury, that could be Belichick's next offensive coordinator. If if Kyler hadn't gotten
2: hurt, he was the one last night that I was worried about exploding. <laughs> Turned out it was Mac Jones, KJ Carlin, ESPN Radio. We and on Sirius XM channel 80, by the way, your smart speaker too, 49ers have to be looking at Brady for next year. But what about this year for the 49ers? Where do they stand? in the all-important Canty Power Rankings. They are on the way in just moments, my friends, right after we tell you about this from our friends at FanDuel. Now, look, we are right in the thick of it right now, aren't we? We are. Football season is red-hot you got to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you haven't, it's the perfect time because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Sign up today. Promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel official sportsbook partner of the NFL
0: 21 plus in select states first online real money wager only refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash rg in colorado iowa michigan new jersey pennsylvania illinois and virginia 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in connecticut 1-800-9 with it in indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in kansas one 877 stop louisiana one 1-877- 778 hope ny or text hope ny to in new york tennessee redline in tennessee in wyoming or visit 1800 in west
2: virginia
1: 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business Yo, Check this out from Canty and Carlin.
2: Don't care who's number 10. Don't care. I care about who's number one. I think you do too. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. That is your Dr. Pepper call-in number. Let's get right to it. Each week.
1: Only one team can top Canty's NFL power rankings. Number one. Who? Who's number one? Find out now. It's who's number one. Number five. Carlin,
0: first of all, a little qualifier for my power rankings. Mm. All five of my teams are top six in point differential. We keep talking about how point differential is a good indicator of how good a team actually is. All five teams are in the top six of my point differential a, a point differential in the NFL. The only team that's the outlier here is the Detroit Lions, who are checking in as fifth in point differential in the NFL. Say, what? Yeah, Detroit Lions. Uh, go figure,
2: the
0: Detroit. Wow! Yeah. Wowie, wow! Wow! Go wow! Wow! Detroit Lions, number Did, five. Didn't didn't see that happening. Yeah, I, gotta, didn't, I Number five again? Yeah, but they're not number five. They're not number five in my number race. five. Number five in my rankings is the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. Okay. the Cincinnati Bengals, winners of 7 of the last 8 ball games, Carlin. This is a really good football team on and in their in their last 8 games, they've beaten 3 division leaders at the time. So, this is an impressive team. They're 5th in yards on offense. They can score with the best of them. The best attribute about this team is they don't give the football away, Carlin. They're second in giveaways in the NFL and if you throw out the first game that Joe Burrow played the regular season opener where he didn't have any preseason action to speak of then they would be tops in terms of protecting the football so the Cincinnati Bengals checking it at 5 in my power rankings number 4 the number 4 team in my power rankings I had to drop them down a little bit Carl the Kansas City Chiefs this is a team that was up 27-0 to the Denver Broncos, and they played with their food and ended up being a one-possession game. They let Jerry Judy score not one, not two, but three touchdowns. They did end up knocking Russell Wilson out of the game late, but that was a situation where they were fighting for dear life to hang on in that ball game, and it should have never came down to that. Disappointing to see the Kansas City Chiefs not put their foot on the gas and put away a divisional opponent when we're talking about December football on the road. Number three. Number three, the Dallas Cowboys. A little bit of the same story with them against the Houston Texans coming off of what some thought was an impressive win against the Indianapolis Colts. I did not. This is another instance where the Cowboys played down to the level of their competition. And people, stop at me about how the Philadelphia Eagles play down to their competition against the Colts where they only won by one or against the Texans. If you watch the Thursday night game against the Texans, they put them away midways through the third quarter. It really wasn't a game. And beyond that, Carlin, Jalen Hurts in half of their wins hadn't played in the fourth quarter. Hadn't played in the fourth quarter. That is not the Dallas Cowboys. Those two are not the same. And that's why the Dallas Cowboys slid down in my power rankings this week going from 2 to 3. But let's talk about the number 2 team. Number 2, the Buffalo Bills. Carlin, how could you not be impressed with the Buffalo Bills and what they did this past week against the New York Jets? Say what you want about Grant Green, but that is a live dog. That is a team that's playing really good football on all three phases, and yet the Buffalo Bills were able to put them away in inclement weather when their quarterback didn't play particularly well. That was a defensive battle, and the Bills came out on the winning side of it. And, Carlin, I'm not sure, based on the personnel that was available, that the Bills, talent-wise, are better defensively than the New York Jets. And yet they found a way to be able to win that game. And so that's the part that's more impressive for me. The Buffalo Bills not having their fastball, not having their number one pitch, being able to use their number two or their number three pitch to get a guy out. That's what we saw them do against the New York Jets.
1: Number one.
0: There could only be number one. Uh-huh. One number one. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh-huh. Right? There's no suspense there. That is the best team in football, Carlin. They destroyed the New York football Giants. If anybody had any questions about whether or not the Giants were a true playoff contender, the Philadelphia Eagles put them to rest on Sunday. They put the Giants out of their misery in MetLife Stadium. Carlin, the disrespect of Nick Seriani to go for it on the plus forty-one yard line on fourth and seven and not just try to convert for a first down, but go for a dagger, being up only 7-0 in the second quarter, throws a go ball to Devontae Smith for a touchdown in double coverage. Carlin, this team has a different level of confidence. They knew where they they were the better team, and it got to the point when you were watching that game where you felt like the New York Giants knew that the Eagles were a better team. It was a blowout. Once the Eagles went up 21-0, there was no doubt that that game was over with. And the thing I love about Philly, they put away their opponents. They don't mess around. Jalen Hurts didn't have to play in the fourth quarter. They they put away their opponents.
2: Uh, Only one I was a little thrown off by because when we got to number 3, you knew that it was either one of two teams for number 2. And I am a little bit surprised that you went with Buffalo over San Francisco. And the only reason being, uh, I know why you did it, Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. But I am surprised that San Francisco is not in your top five. I am very surprised by that. You're surprised by it? Yeah. Well, no, it, listen, with as good as they have been defensively, I am surprised that you did not have them in the top five. Really? Yeah, I am. <sighs> I, they, I'm not surprised by Minnesota. Who cares? I, I, listen, I, I no, like San no Francisco. Offense Minnesota, but, San
0: Francisco is an honorable mention for the top five. And I just want to make one clarification. When I was talking earlier about my list and, and the teams that were on my list all being in the top six in point differential, that was not the case. They're all top six in offensive EPA, so offensive expected points added. They're okay. all top five, and that was one of the metrics that you also look at and say, "Well, how good is the team? Their offenses have to be able to score points this time of year." All of those teams are in the top six in offensive
2: EPA, Carlin. Yeah, but, all of them. I mean, to be fair, most of the guy, most of the teams that you, well, all the teams you picked are pretty up there in in point differential too. Yeah, so. It doesn't really matter. It's no, Canty. it doesn't
0: really matter. But I'm just saying, in order to be up there in point differential, you got to score some damn points, right? Yep. That's
2: the name of the game. So, please tell Canty why he's wrong. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 3776 Is Canty way off on these power rankings? We want to hear from you on a Dr. Pepper call-in line. It's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80.
1: You can't miss Canty and Carlin, Pound for Pound, the biggest show on ESPN Radio.
2: Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, drivers who switch and save with Progressive, save over $700 on average. You are weighing in on Canty's power rankings in the NFL that just came out moments ago. Let's hit the phone lines at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It is the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Here's Jason up first on ESPN Radio.
3: Jay, what up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, bud. How are you? Good. So, one of the things I wanted to point out, and I 100% agree with Candy's list, is at one point, I remember he was very down on the Eagles, especially after they lost to the Commanders. Now, my no, question no. is... You were a little down. Do you... No, what- Do you think those questions that they showed and reared their head during the Washington Commanders game is answered?
0: Yeah. And here's the thing. I thought they could be answered when Jordan Davis got back healthy. And now that Jordan Davis is back, you see what they did to the running games of two teams that want to run the football. I mean, they put the the handcuffs on Derrick Henry and they held Saquon Barkley to 28 yards rushing last week. Yep. So, I I mean – Have have they solidified their run defense? Sure looks like it over the last four games. I mean, the last four games, they've allowed 99 yards rushing to the Colts, 106 yards rushing to the Packers, 87 yards to the Titans, and 123 to the Giants. Run defense is pretty damn good. Yeah,
2: I think it's around three and a half a carry, maybe, Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, it, look, it, it's gotten much, much better from where it is, and yeah. Jordan Davis is a huge part of that. Mark in Kentucky next on ESPN Radio. Mark, what do you got, buddy?
3: Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, Appreciate I think that. that the 49ers, I think that the 49ers should be in the top five. Um, using Canty's own um, methodology, I think since picking up McCaffrey, the Niners are scoring almost 29 points a game which has to put them among the league leaders. Their point differential is huge, um, and they're just embarrassing people, even with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Um, Who do you knock out of your top five? I'm not sure. Um, Mm. I would say the Bills. To me, the Bills have, have been, over the last five, six weeks, something of a disappointment.
0: So you just brought up point differential. The Buffalo Bills are second in point differential behind the Eagles. The
2: San Francisco 49ers are fourth. Yeah, the problem with Point Differential right now, and thanks for the call, is that I can't get too wrapped up in it when you just lost your quarterback for the year. Like, that takes away the massive dynamic of, well, wait a minute, what are they going to be now? You know, that changes everything so i can't it's we know i hear you defense. but in the two
0: games that we've seen brock yes, purdy, he's been great he scored 68 points <laughs> yes. no he's been great he's been great he's, he's been great
2: 68 points. but would you are, but isn't brock purdy the reason that the 49ers aren't in your top five uh yeah exactly no. that, that's my point uh, uh, but here's what i'll say here's what i'll
0: say of the teams in my top five i don't feel comfortable taking any one of them out because of the direction that those teams are trending in, now the only well, one, it, the, the only one that I would have some consideration about yanking out of the top five, as crazy as
2: this might sound, probably be the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, well, no, that's exactly who you should have been taking out of the top
0: five. Yeah, yeah, if but, I had to, if, I had to, if I had to reshuffle it and I had to take one team out to put the 49ers in, it would be the Dallas Cowboys. And you wouldn't
2: be wrong to do it because the 49ers are better than the Cowboys mm. right now. they are better than the Cowboys. And I, so I why know, didn't you bring this up when I brought up the power rankings? Because we had to get the break. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. You were waiting. Listen, I put us. I, I mean, Evan will tell you. I put us behind the eight ball enough. Is that fair? That is fair. <laughs> I can't shut up for Pete's sake. My problem with the with the Cowboys here
0: is Hold not. On. Before we get to the Cowboys, we got to bring this up. Breaking news from Adam Schefter. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan has told reporters that he expects Debo Samuel to return from his knee
2: and ankle injuries in three weeks. Okay, here's all I'm going to say: be careful, be careful. They're going to be fine for right now. They're going to be. Do you have any concerns about the 49ers getting to the postseason? No. They have any concerns about the 49ers not winning the NFC West? No. I mean, so, the, the 49ers, I mean, right now you're fighting for seeding. You're
0: most likely going to be locked into the three seed. Yeah. Could you make a case that they could usurp the Minnesota Vikings and get the two seed? Let that Maybe. unfold. Maybe, Let- but
2: how much is that worth to you versus having Debo Samuel 100% healthy for your playoff Here's run? what you're asking me at that point. Do I mind going to Minnesota to play the Vikings? No. The answer is no. No. Not in any way. <laughs> no, <fear> no factor. <laughs> no. And and look, the 40 just be careful here. If he's if he's back for the playoff game, okay, I would love to see him back in week 18 just to get some in, but if he's back for the playoff game, we're good. Yeah. I'm not I am not pushing this with him right now cuz they listen, we have said The window is wide open. Chris, thank God they got McCaffrey. Yeah. Thank God they made that trade. You're seeing what a difference he's making. No question, and you need another
0: difference maker if Debo is going to be out for the next four games. You need another guy that Brock Purdy can turn to, whether it's handing the ball off or throwing it to him out of the backfield. All you got to do, five-yard route to Christian McCaffrey, let him do the heavy lifting. You got Brandon Ayuk. you got George Kittle, you got Kyle Juszczyk. Let those guys do the heavy lifting when it comes to the offense. Brock Purdy... Don't do too much. Play within the system. Make the decisions that Kyle Shanahan wants you to make based on the play design and go from there because you got a top flight defense, maybe the best defense in the National Football League, that's going to keep games close for you. Yeah. Punt is a good play, right, Carlin? Yeah. That's what young quarterbacks struggle to understand. It feels like Brock Purdy gets that. And as a result, there's no reason for us to lower the ceiling on the
1: 49ers. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus.